turn to cool. You're our guinea pig for the day because this is the first episode we've done with three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always hey. just two. Oh, I feel so honored. Yeah. yeah. So that's all new equipment right there. Um, I heard you. I heard you in my headphone for a second, and then it, it went out. Okay, so you can't hear me right now. No. I'm gonna have to switch headphones or the cord. Yeah. So. Can you try, try try to adjust one? this cord right here. Unplug it or replug it. Okay. Yeah. Now I can. Do you hear? It. Okay. So let's see. It might maybe if I move that cord. So unplug that headphone cord, unwrap it from around the stand, and then bring it to your left hip. And then I think if we just let it hang freely mm-hmm. and mm. don't mess with it too much, it yeah, should work. Yeah, that might work better. But yeah, let us know if that clicks out like during the convo. And am I, am I supposed to only hear it in one side? No, you should hear <laughs> no. it on both sides. Oh, I only no. hear it on this side. Okay, so you only hear it on that side? We might just want to switch cords or maybe if you give him those headphones and then you switch back. Yeah. Do you want to try that right now? Yeah. So yeah, we're working out the kinks right stuff. now. So that's oh, why yeah, we do the no sound worries, checks. No so when we sit down, yeah. everything's working, man. So yeah, so the cool part. And then go ahead and can you hear yourself? Give me your name and your favorite. Mm, favorite. Let's do... Favorite order at In-N-Out? Oh, my name is Mike Lawaje, a.k.a. Mike Love. And my favorite order at In-N-Out is a number one grilled onions with chopped chilies with uh, uh, animal fries and a vanilla shake and a large meat lemonade. Okay, vanilla shake. She's a strawberry girl. I always get the strawberry mm. shake. Yeah, but I always get the grilled onion on my on my burger. Always grilled onion. Got to. Do you dip your uh, fries in the shake? No. Okay. You know, know she, she yeah. just recently, too, go ahead and fix your cord. That way we don't get any feedback. Um, recently just found the animal style fries. I've never tried it. Oh, no, I have tried it once now. Yeah, yeah. now you're good. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Maybe like a month or two so ago. She used to be an in and out fry hater. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, some people are, you know, you either love the fries or you're like, oh, they're too dry they're too, or exactly. they get fucked they up too quick. They are dry. They're cardboard, yeah. Yeah. But animal style, I just eat them quick. Exactly. I eat them as soon as they come out and they're hot. You I eat devour the fries. Yeah. those yeah. fries. And I, and I get chopped chilies on my animal fries, too. Oh, okay. Oh. Gosh, I'm going to try that. Yeah, I didn't know about the chopped chilies until I started. Because we've interviewed, I can tell you're kind of like circle. You're probably like the third guy from your little crew that I think is uh, going. Starboys. Yeah, we had <laughs> Cody on. I think we had uh, Christian on. Hey. And it's kind of funny because even think before like the we end the show, we usually end every guest episode with who's maybe like two to three people that you would love to see on the show. And it just helps us continue to like move guests through and, you know, like grow the podcast. Uh-huh. So that's like probably the best question that we have. And it's, you know, basically landed you here. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. it just lets us connect with new people and like have a good time. Yeah. So do you have any questions before we get started? Um, no. You good? No. He's excited. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got like, like a lot of nerves and jitters. Mm-hmm. Oh, but um, I'm excited. Like I'm excited. Like yeah. I just can't, you know. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. We got a cool one for you. This is our first three-man episode. So mm-hmm. we're launching the new and better version of Natural Thoughts and Talks. We had a good guest. Go ahead and tell us where you're from. How's it going, everybody? I'm from Lakewood, California, and um, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy that you're Hi. here. Yeah, how's your day been going so far? It's been smooth. I've been, I've been up. I've been up since uh, 3.30. Uh, oh. Yeah, I got a workout in. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. At 3.30? Or uh, I got it in at like 5. Hey, but I, I woke early. up early to get ready. I got to wake up early to mm. get ready to, to get out the right. door, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and pull that mic. Just kind of swing it up a little bit. So just turn it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. You could hear yourself though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of put it a little bit closer to you. 
I should have adjusted that a little bit. Can you hear yourself fine, though? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. that's perfect okay. right yeah. there. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool. You know the weights are still the same weight, whether it's yeah. 7 o'clock <laughs> or whether it's, you know, 8 o'clock. It doesn't matter. Nah. Why so early? Uh, it just It just opens up. The rest of the day more. You get mm -hmm. the hardest thing, part of your day out the way, and it's just, it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. And then that's, uh, it's an hour of, of solitude just being in your mind. I like that. And like, you know, because like before, like when I would go to work, just like fresh out of like just waking up, and then I have to like wake up while like I'm at work. Yeah. That's just, you know, it's just sets my, I'm, I'm, I automatically know I'm going to get in a bad mood, mm -hmm. like, you know? Yeah. But if I give myself the, the allowance to, to go through my day, go through my process, get myself together, and then, then the rest of the day goes smooth, and then, yeah. I, I think I, I like being up early, because I like taking my mornings very slow, mm -hmm. but it's the, it's the part of waking up that's really difficult for me. Like, I wish I could wake up with ease at, like, 4.30 or 5 in the morning, and then just like start my day slowly, but I'm a I'm a mess when I wake up that early. Um, but it is nice wicked like it's, being up early and like yeah. it's so quiet out, no one else is out, it's just you. But yeah, waking up early is hard for me. And I think for me, the hardest part about waking up early is just going to sleep early. Mm. So I feel like, and especially for us, like if we know that we have to wake up at five or something and we're at least we're, I say like, Hey, we got to put ash cheeks in the bed by like <laughs> at least nine thirty ten. Mm -hmm. That way we get the full rest. And I like sleep. Here's the weird part about like me and Hannah is I think I like, I'm cool sleeping in, but I'm also cool going to bed early. Like mm. I'll put myself to bed at like eight 30 and be like, no, I love just as you know, how people are like, Oh, I can't fall asleep. No, I can fall asleep anytime. You fall asleep in like two minutes. Yeah. I heard that. I'm out. What about you? You fall asleep uh, fast? Yeah, I, uh, especially now. Um, I'll be I'll be working out so early, and like I do like I do like to go full effort on my workout. So I just be getting tired. I'll be I'll be dragging it throughout the day. <laughs> what would you say like your main splits are? What do you like to work? How kind of what's your philosophy behind working out? Oh, what I'm, do you usually hit? I'm so glad you 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 asked me this because uh yeah I, I I'm going for overall athleticism. Mm -hmm. So I start off the week Monday, uh, leg strength training, and then I go Tuesday upper body, chest, back, shoulders. I get that part, and then Wednesday is my conditioning day. So I'm just running, doing just a bunch of like stuff to get my heart rate um, jumping. And um, tomorrow I'm gonna be doing uh, arms, biceps, triceps. Okay. And then Friday is my like explosive day where I'm doing like jumping and. Mm. A lot more like, yeah, it's a fun day. Mm -hmm. You just, just jump in. And it's not as intense. Yeah. It's, it's a lot shorter. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, because before I was just, I was obsessed with getting bigger. Mm. I wanted to be big and strong and beefy and stuff. And and that, but, but th with my uh, lack of like fitness knowledge back there and that day and that whole, like I got a bunch of injuries and stuff because I wouldn't stretch. And I was just, just as soon as I walk in, just. Let me get the heaviest wheels yeah. I can and just let me rip it up. But then, like, over time and injuries, and it's like, now I can't keep doing this. So now, like, I'm really big on, like, mobility and stretching and, yeah. like, making sure that my body is fully warmed up before. And um, it's been cool. That's the key, yeah. And, I mean, we, we've been working out a lot. We've kind of fallen off a little bit. Honestly, we haven't fallen off. It's mm -hmm. just the standard that I like to hit of, like, striving for perfection with our splits and making sure everything's done. 
we've simplified everything to the point As where we don't like you, I don't know if you saw Big Steve when you came in this that big ass kettlebell <laughs> right there and that we usually just use Big Steve with like legs we use yeah. the pull up bar out there you know and we just run a lot too so we simplify everything that's mm-hmm. that's all you really need that's that's just some sort of movement mm-hmm. consistent movement throughout the week that's that's more than enough yeah and um I get and um that's why that's why I really want to spread to people because a lot of i feel like a lot of especially young men have that same type of like bulkhead juice and a lot of girls are, are like you know they think oh like if i go waste i'll get too bulky and it's like there's all these like myths and stuff and it's mm-hmm. just like no just there's there's ways there's so many avenues of going to fitness it's whatever your individual needs are and like let's align your training from to your schedule and to your goals yeah and i think it was kind of funny because when we first started working out, you were like, oh, I can't do upper body because I think I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, literally. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing push-ups. I'm not doing the bar. Like, I I mean, mm-hmm. I have zero upper body. So, like, that would, the fact that I was even thinking that would, didn't even make sense. She, she just thought crazy. her gains were going to be so wild. I thought like, I was going to get buff. Um, obviously, that didn't happen at all. Um, <laughs> so, I didn't. I never wanted to do upper body, just lower body. I also did not like doing cardio because mm. my main goal with working out is gaining weight and gaining muscle. And I was like, well, if I run a bunch, I'm going to lose the weight, which also doesn't make sense because I don't run that far. Like, I run like a maximum of two, three miles oh, yeah. right now. Like, that's nothing. Um, and I ran track in high school. So, I only, like, only did short distance. So mm-hmm. I was like, I am not doing long distance at all. Um, but I think now I think I am coming to terms with the fact that running two miles a day is not going to make me lose weight. Yeah. Like I'm not going to get all thin and skinny and crazy. Um, and then I do a lot more upper body now too. Yeah, so, of course. We were talking about your name before we uh, hit record. Tell me a little bit more about that. Tell me about your background sort of with Nigeria and all that. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Um, my parents are both from Nigeria. This is uh, this is so bad because they literally just both told me. Well, my dad is from Od- a, a village called Odobo, and I think my mom is from Ibadan State. Ibadan State. I, I don't remember. Mom, forgive me. Yeah, I mean that's to hard too. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of spots. But you I mean you know they're from Nigeria. Yeah. Would well, you remember like what? How old were they when they came over? Did they come over together? Did they no. meet over there? Oh yeah, and I just found this out too. So my dad came over to the states when he was 22. And um, he he never dated a Nigerian woman while growing up in Nigeria. Okay. My mom was the oh. first Nigerian woman he ever dated. Because oh. he was over here in, in America, you know, being a young man, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Having his way. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, he was, you know, he was out here for school and stuff. And uh, him, uh, he's living with his cousin and then a bunch of other, like, Nigerian immigrants to the to the states they started this church uh cac and that's where like a lot of my uh cousins and stuff uh they all met their parents and stuff met there where's the church at it started i want to say it started in like carson okay la but now the church is in long beach oh it's moved all over the place but it's it's not the location that's the church it's the people yeah of course the community right you know and yeah yeah, my uh my auntie my mom's aunt introduced 
my mom and my dad and the, the narcissist. Oh, yeah. how many siblings do you have? I have an older sister. So it's just two of you guys? Then. Yeah. Oh, nice. So the family's not like crazy big or anything like not that? Not crazy. Well, um, my mom's side, my mom has like a bunch of brothers and sisters. So we have a lot of cousins on her side that we're not too fairly close to. Like they're all over the world. We got some in Oklahoma, Ohio, England, Nigeria. Mm. And then my dad's side is like, England, Nigeria, mostly. I I don't I haven't really met too much of my dad's side as compared to my mom's side. But have you been to Nigeria yourself? No, no. Isn't that a travesty? Do you want to go? I need to. Yeah. I have to. I have to. Yeah. Um. For sure. For sure. That's on my bur- uh, bucket list. Gotta go visit the motherland, and mm-hmm. um, I gotta go see my grand. All my grandparents have passed away, and I want to go see their their uh. Where they're yeah. where they lie, yeah, like the burial give my sites. respects, yeah, and, and yeah, meet my family that I haven't met before, and that's cool. I guess that, yeah, what um, what would you say is kind of the do you do they do they put a lot of pressure on you growing up? Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. You know, like I um, like what I was saying earlier, you know, like like we're like standard of excellence is like you're supposed you're going to be a lawyer doctor mm. like you're going to be successful so right. they push that that pressure on you from the jump and they have that that standard and you know like, like ever since you were a little kid ever since huh? you're a little kid and it's like damn like is anything i ever do good enough uh. but it's also like you don't like at least i didn't realize this till i was older it's like that never being satisfied also like helps you because mm. it's like you're never satisfied. You're always trying to improve. You're always so that translates into a different. Yeah. But growing up, it's like, dang, they're not always on my back. And it's they're strict and it's just like I can't be myself. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because you got such a deep, like charismatic voice. Oh, There you go. Okay, cool. For sure. Awesome. But yeah, I mean that's kind of one of the things my parents were very similar to, not being immigrants, just my parents are American as well. Okay. But I think the one thing, I'll take that mentality, still probably work it with our children. However, the caveat that I kind of want to sprinkle in mm-hmm. is there has to be a goal with everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So even when we work out, right, you can have the heaviest weights on there. You can have whatever. It doesn't matter where you start, but you have to understand, okay, if I'm benching 135, I'm trying to get to 315 over the next two or three years, right? right? So that's something that, I mean, Hannah obviously knows about being from Sweden. Hannah's from Sweden, too. Oh, so mm-hmm. she's uh, born yeah. and raised out there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I moved oh, out here in 2017. Wow. Yeah. So basically all my family's out there still. And how long did it take you to learn English? Or you... I learned English when I was six because I, I lived in the Middle East for a little bit, wow. for like a year. Um, so that's where I learned English and then I kind of just kept up with it in Sweden. Um, and then they teach you Swedish starting third grade in Swedish and then they just teach you, um, English like all the way up through high school. Um, but yeah, like I, even growing up, my parents were never, they never really put pressure on me at all, which Mm. is why this is so different. Um, they still obviously like put pressure that like you still have to do good and perform, Mm -hmm. But, like, nothing compared to, like, how you had it or, like, even how you had it. Like, it's it's very, very, very different. But I think the difference was for me, like, I still performed very well mm-hmm. even without that pressure. I think some people might need that pressure to mm-hmm. actually, like, 
do something. But like in school, I like I always did very well. Like I've never had an issue with school, um, work. Like it's always been fine for me. That's why like sometimes when you bring stuff up of like this is how my parents did it or how my childhood was, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like it's like yeah. abusive. Damn, yeah. I was like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, do you have to yeah. go talk to someone? No, literally, literally, whenever I talk about, it, it's like, damn, yeah, like you went through the war or something. Like, but no, nah, yeah, exactly. And it's like. I wish, you know, there is, there's multiple ways to, to skin a cat, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I forgot who said it, but, but, you know, Michael Jackson's father, he, uh, Joe, like he was abusive mm. and he's like, and he said, uh, my, uh, Joe was just as hard on Tito as he was on Mike. Mm. But, you know, Mike was obviously receptive of it and yeah. turned into Michael Jackson and Tito. Yeah. So it's just, you know. Whatever triggers that, or you know, whatever avenue I guess culturally a culture finds that leads to that direction, mm-hmm. they'll go lean to it. Hell yeah! What have you been doing for work lately? Man, dude, um, I actually just got fired a couple months ago. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was working with the developmentally disabled for the longest, but then some stuff happened, and uh, I'm no longer doing that. But I was fortunately. Uh, <laughs> those are the good headphones that we ordered for you hey. <laughs> so next time you come on you'll get to oh, use for those sure. Right? for sure <laughs> but you um, said you're in between jobs right uh, now. yeah so uh right now i've been um i've been modeling um me and my boy jt we be taking pictures mm, uh, that's cool. i've done uh i've done an acting gig uh, uh, extra on this uh youtube sketch mm. that's fun um and yeah i'm really just Digging into my creative bag right now. Uh, I performed poetry this oh, wow. past Friday. I'm a homegirl. Shout out to homegirl Amethyst. Yeah. Uh, and Sip and Saunder uh, Coffee in Inglewood. Please, uh, every first Friday of the month, they have an open mic. And oh, cute. Yeah, yeah, it's real we'll cute. Have to go. Yeah, it'd be a great yeah, day we'll night for y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. I like that. And you can perform too. You want to sing, perform poetry or whatever. You want to sing, babe? I'll sing if needed. I'll sing background. Hey, aw. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold a little bit. I'll sing background for you. It's okay. <laughs> Not You'll ruin it. it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'm supportive um, though. Thanks. I think I'm, I'm number one cheerleader. That's I for heard sure. that. Yeah. So you grew up in Lakewood though. Yes. Did ma'am. you go to high school in Lakewood? I went to Artesia High School for oh, okay. a year and a half, and then I moved to San Bernardino, and I went to Aquinas High School out there, and then I moved back to Lakewood, and then I started going to Cypress High School. I went, I went to Lakewood High School for a year and a half. Oh, no way. Yeah. How'd you like it there? It was cool. I liked it. And then I transferred over because we moved to Torrance. So then I transferred oh. schools and didn't like that school too much, but whatever. Yeah, Lakewood was cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I like Lakewood. Me, um, our family, um, we lived there. That's where we were originally living. Yeah. And then I was born and then my mom wanted to find a better neighborhood mm-hmm. for to, to raise. So then like when I was six months old, that's when we moved to Lakewood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Lakewood. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a real boring, just you know. Yeah. But it's also it's it's boring, and it's because it's like there's not much that happens, but yeah. it's also very like diverse, mm-hmm. calm, like, yeah. cool. Like, do you see yourself staying in SoCal for like the rest of your life? Hell no. Nah. Oh, nah. where do you want to go? I'm a, I, I'm, I'm like a, I'm ready to go. <laughs> hey, no pun intended. I'm a venturer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But I'm um, too. 
like um, that you know, I like to I like to explore and I, I, I love meeting new people mm-hmm. and there's so much I want to do and accomplish. Like I have a long bucket list or not long, I guess there's like 20 some things, but it involves like going to like Nigeria. Yeah. I want to go to Rome. I got to go to Greece, but she got to go to Japan. Greece is nice. Greece is nice. Yeah, yeah I've been to like go. the Parthenon and all that. What is that? Like the oh, the big like like temples yeah, 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 with the big yeah. pillars mm-hmm. and columns. Oh. That's really cool. Yeah, I've been there. That's so. Do sweet. you have a passport? No, I don't. No? Well, I do, but it's expired. Oh. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna get on that. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get a passport. I tell everybody that too, because yeah. that's like what happens if you got to get out of town for something. Man, something for shady real. happens, right? For real, you know. Uh, we're all gonna be getting on the plane, like, and then like, oh, Mike is still right there. Right there. I, I feel like you know, yeah. When, and it's always, it's always the last minute when you never, when you're like, oh, I don't need a passport. I mean, you and need you it need the need most. It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, traveling is fun. We love traveling. I mean, yeah. I've, I mean, I just grew up traveling a lot and, and living in many, like many different places, mm-hmm. and then. We've traveled together too, which is really fun. Uh, so. Yeah, I've been around the U.S. a lot too. Yeah, just, I haven't been around the U.S. a lot. But. You haven't you haven't been outside the U.S. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah, okay. we've been to Sweden a bunch, Mexico. Oh, mm-hmm. We're in Costa Rica. Like I've been oh, around. Oh, I just traveled a lot. I got my passport when I met her. So oh. that's my thing. Is like our biggest thing right now is I don't like bank accounts are cool. Definitely gonna make a lot of money. Work hard, do your thing. But I prioritize the stamps and the passport mm. over the numbers in the bank account i heard that higher than that because traveling experience you know yeah it's vital i think i mean just like meeting so many different people Mm. even just for me like growing up and like living in the middle east twice that is just like i see so much that you normally wouldn't see like you're seeing like war stuff Mm -hmm. wow um or just like you know you would hear about it you would hear about your dad well, my dad, yeah, my dad was, he's, I mean, he's currently in the military and he's been in the military my whole life. So then when I was uh, three-ish, two, three, we lived in Syria for a year mm. and then we came back to Sweden. And then when I was six, we moved to Pakistan and lived there for a year. And then, um, I mean, my dad has been all over kind of like the war zones, but that's where we lived. And um, just like as a six-year-old, like being in a world where bombs go off on a daily and like houses blow up and there's bomb searching like i'm not saying everyone has to go live in pakistan but just like being exposed to different environments i think is like extremely vital to anyone um and even just like if you get to travel even if it's just like to different parts of the u.s and then eventually like europe and africa and asia i i think it's like the most like i i don't think you can learn more from anything else like that's the number one lesson that or you know the way you can learn um yeah i think like if there's one thing i'm recommending it's traveling like go travel go see different mm. people eat different foods mm. like music like all sorts of stuff i think it's really really cool you know it's something crazy too is i was listening to um one of like my audiobooks that i've been almost finished with it's called killing sacred cows by garrett b gunderson and he's like a financial guru talks a lot about like money and stuff but he's different because he doesn't just talk about like money, 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 right? Like people are always so cheap. People are always like, oh, I can't afford that plane ticket or I mm. can't do that, right? Or they always want to get like the best deal, right? Like, oh, it's prime day today, right? Like I got to get oh, that's right. load up yeah. the cart with 30 different things and I'm going to buy it and waste all my money, mm-hmm. right? 
And he goes, you need to start looking at the value of certain things instead mm -hmm. of the price, right? So it's like, what is the value? If something's $100, right? But you find something comparable for $60, let's say. But the quality of the $100 product is actually better. Think about the headphones, right? The headphones he's wearing are like $30, right? Mm -hmm. They're all right, but compared to like, let's say the Beats that just got uh, shipped by that guy, the value that we're getting is something that those headphones are going to last way longer than those mm -hmm. headphones. So it's just like, that's how I really want to start looking at things. The value. What do we get out of... Her family lives 100%. far as hell. Yeah, it Just like Africa's far as fuck. She lives at the top of Europe, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's a 24-hour travel to get out there. It's not like she just lives in... My parents live in Vegas. It's a four-hour drive, mm -hmm. right? But the value that we get out of going out there once, twice a year at least is astronomical to just go into, let's say, Vegas, right? Like no slight on my family or anything, but just the experience, the kind of reset, the recharge and the perspective yeah. shift. And you're even able to look at new lenses, even going back home. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like, does home look a little bit different? I, we really haven't even talked about this. It does. Mm -hmm. I think also just like growing up, because I, I'm, we moved from there when I was 16, so I was still pretty young. And then now I'm like an adult. So then seeing things from like an adult perspective versus like a, a, a child or teenager perspective, that, that is a major thing. And then also just being able to compare here in Sweden and like other places, I think you start to see, because I think when you're in one place and that that's the only place you're at, you think everything is great and amazing as everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. But when you get to see other places, it's not like you're, you know, shitting on the, on your, on your home, but you start to see like, oh, maybe that wasn't so great. Or maybe yeah. I like this more, or I actually love that about Sweden because America doesn't have it. And like, I don't know. I just feel like you get a good perspective of like the pros and cons about everything instead of being, I mean, I feel like even you, you used to be very like America. Yes. Love it. So amazing. <laughs> and then now I think it's shifting. You still, I think you still love America. But I think it's shifting to where you're okay seeing and admitting the flaws of America and seeing that like, oh, well, Sweden, for example, is doing this better or like America is actually good at this compared to here. And like, I feel like you get you're able to see differences when you when you just experience a lot of different yeah. places and you don't have to be in places for like a long time. You don't have to go live in England for three years to see those things. I think you can just travel there and be there for like two weeks even then you start to like see different different perspectives and and stuff yeah so the key point on that get out travel get that passport yeah and this is the part of the show now where we can kind of transition from heavier topics to kind of lighter stuff Ooh. so i have my notes right so I would say this can go very wrong or it can go <laughs> hey, I'm very good. Everything. Let's so, go. so the cool part about my notepad that I have here is it's very random. It's, it's my brain. You get to Ooh. look inside my brain to where I'll be driving to work or something and I'll see something wild and I'll be like, Oh, Hey, yeah. How come, uh, monkeys, how can, why can't we own a pet monkey or something like I'm that? I don't know. It'll just be like <laughs> weird stuff. So, or okay. you'll wake up at like two in oh, the morning yeah. and be like, I had this thought. Oh, Let me wow. write it down. Yeah. Sometimes. Are you a big dreamer? Do you dream when you sleep? Um, I, I used to a lot when I was younger. I, I have a dream log. Oh, cool. Oh. And I'll write down my dreams, but I haven't, I haven't really gone any as of late. Like it's been a minute since I've gotten a, a real like 
Vivid Dream, I could like mm-hmm. write down. Yeah, definitely with that log too. I don't know if you've noticed it, but I have like a, I guess I just write them down in my notes. I like mm-hmm. it. I'm taking that. I have a dream log <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. And I feel like my muscle memory from when I remember my dreams is so much stronger after mm. like that. I've been doing it for like six months now. And I remember, like I remember what my dream was last night. And I usually just recap Hannah of like, this is what I dreamt yes. about. So some of that's in here too. But the Ooh. first thing. What's your hot take? Do you believe in ghosts? You think ghosts are real? I believe in all belief. Okay. Tell me about that. I believe whatever we think of, whatever and is in our head exists. Mm. It may not exist in this reality, in this dimension, but it exists. It just hasn't been brought to this reality. Like this couch was, was uh, somebody's, somebody thought about this couch and then they went and got the, the wood and the cloth and they made it they brought it to reality Mm. so i'm sure there are ghosts that are among us i like that i believe in ghosts yeah yeah when's the last time you saw a ghost i don't know if i've ever seen a ghost but i've I've felt something i think Mm. like at like i think it was at h&m when i was working h&m um there there were instances where there was like knocks on the door and like stomps and there was no one there and i'm Mm. like that's a fucking ghost yeah yeah i don't think i have any like super big ghost stories uh i just remember as a kid you know you turn the lights off and you like walk up the stairs oh my god you see you feel something chasing Mm -hmm. you but that just might be like little kid shit that's yeah i still feel that though not gonna lie (laughs) no if i like turn the light off if i go to bed we don't have a like a good light in the bedroom so Mm. the last light that would get turned off is our bathroom door or bathroom light I will turn that off and I will run into the bed. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want Try anything to coming to get me. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Trying yeah. to beat the darkness. No, literally. Yep. That's, that's exactly what I would do. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I would be so scared. I'd be sleeping in my mom and dad's bed. Mm-hmm. So like, before I would turn on the light, I would just hop <laughs> in. Just take off. <laughs> that's funny. The next Perfect. thing I got, guys, I don't know if you saw in the news, like as of yesterday or the day before, but they banned Skittles. Like oh, yeah, there's a federal right. band on like the chemicals that they use mm-hmm. when they die with Skittles. I think it's already um, illegal in Sweden. Oh, okay. Wow. You can't get them. In, I don't think you can get them in Sweden because all my friends, well, they can't get it anymore. But whenever they come here or I go to Sweden, the number one thing is like bring back Skittles or bring back Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I'm dead. yeah. Oh, Sour Patch Kids too. Mm-hmm. Wow. They don't have. Those are like the best candies. And too. that on God, it's my go-to movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. but if it is actually doing all that, then get rid of that shit. Yeah. Watch our kids <laughs> are gonna come out with like three eyes and you literally twelve toes. Anything that can that can harm the children, fuck it. I'm I'm yeah. I'm all about protecting and providing for the for the youth for the for the next generation. So I, right. I saw a meme that said uh, like it's crazy how weed is legal but skittles are banned. So you're going to have guys like selling skittles on the low right. $20 a bag. It was pretty funny. I laughed hey, at We got we got to stock up. Yeah. <laughs> like the ice cream guy when you hear him do 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 he's going to have skittles. Hey, let me yeah. get that. Let me get that 20 yeah. bag. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, oh, I ripped my pants this morning. Or I don't oh. know where they were ripped. I oh I I should throw them away. But here's the thing is when I woke up this morning, I just threw on my whatever shorts and then took Kino out there. I usually like we do some training mm-hmm. with him out on the sand or we walk or like we get a good morning walk. It's usually yep. about 30 minutes, right? That's what I love here. So we walked all the way down to the left, turned around, walked all the way down to the right. He did really good today because I took him to the dog beach, mm-hmm. which he's perfectly trained. He's really good. It's just 
uh, if there's like some other boy dog that has an ego or is like mm. a little alpha and tries to hump him, that's when he flips his switch. He's cool with everybody. Yeah. It's just if your dog's a little fucked up, like something bad's probably going to happen. And it's usually never Kino's fault. Yeah. But, you know, Kino's in it. So that's why we're apprehensive taking him there on mm-hmm. busy days. It's pretty busy this morning. I mm-hmm. walked him around. He got to say hi to a few dogs, but his recall was really good. But anyways, as I started to get like on my way home, I felt a breeze. And here's the thing is I wasn't wearing any underwear. I was going commando and my cheeks were getting a nice little breeze. (laughs) My cheeks were getting a nice little breeze. And I go and I look like, I was like, oh my God, what's going on? So I get home and I like take him down and there was a hole like this big. It looked like I'd been in like a prison riot. Like there was, I was fighting (laughs) off men in the penitentiary. Did you walk around like that on the beach? the whole day I was out there the whole morning. You could have gone the cops called on you. Exactly. Literally. I was like bending Sexy over, picking up stuff, Ooh. touching. Oh! You know? <laughs> so it was just yeah, one of those. You could have been things. in jail. That's funny yeah. as hell. But anyways, <laughs> check your shorts, guys. All right, uh, everybody listening, check your shorts. But uh, I feel like that always happens to you, though. Like yeah. you always like rip thick, some bro. shit, or it could have been. Like, it could have been they were old, and I was working out. Oh, and, oh um, yeah, and they just ripped. That so. happened at the gym one time. Remember? I did rip them. You in did the gym. rip oh, a pair of shorts. Yeah. Or you're like walk out with your shirt inside out, like. That just means your your body couldn't handle you. The clothes couldn't handle you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that's on that list. Let's see. Okay. I got some good ones for you guys here too. Clearly we haven't recorded in a few days. So like the (laughs) the list is, I got like six things, five things on here that I want to do. So you know how we're going through like a tip crisis. Like, have you felt how, I don't know about tip crisis, but what would you call it? It is a tip crisis. People are going crazy over these tip tips. fatigue to where if you go anywhere, right? You go to buy a coffee or whatever, they're always flipping that iPad on you. Everywhere you go, oh right? My God. 10%, 15%, 50%. What do you want your tip to be, right? You'll go through the drive-thru and they'll be like, hey, my man, uh, sign this real quick. And they want a tip for every Horrible. little thing. You notice That's that? Crazy. Like, You know, it's so crazy. Because I used to feel real guilty about mm-hmm. saying no. Uh-huh. But now I don't, I don't give a I fuck. hit that button and I smile <laughs> right at their face. I'm like, no tip. Yeah. Oh, I'll be like, can I put minus, minus right. 10 <laughs> and then you, like, you owe me money. For this inconvenience. So the thing is, is um, I was at the the Mexican lady over there. She's got like the, the truck cart mm-hmm. with um, like chocolate covered bananas, coconut waters, like fancy stuff. Mm. Like it was a real legit, mm. not like just the, not the fruit man, but she had like a legit truck and uh, hers was in Spanish. So I couldn't understand oh. her tip oh. thing was in was Spanish, and it was it was hard because it was Spanish, 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 and then I just saw numbers like, "Do you want to tip a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars?" And I didn't know which one said zero. So the one it said like none, right? But it was in Spanish, so I didn't know which one was none. So it's a hack for her. Like she's getting the best That's tips good. in Southern California. What did you press? I had to press one. Oh, and, one. And the thing is, is I'm usually like over our like our relationship a good tipper mm-hmm. up until the past. I would say COVID probably ruined me with mm. the tips because I only tip now for good service. service. Like yeah. if you go that. above exactly. and beyond, I will give you a tip because when I was in the industry where I'd have to go above and beyond, whether it's like a dog walker or working at a restaurant or whatever. Like you have to earn your tips, right? So just because you went and got my like food out the back, right? And came back and I can't even go back there and get it. That doesn't dictate. Yeah, that's entitled Mm. as fuck. Yeah. Just because I'm paying for gas right here at the gas station, you shouldn't like, what did you get, bro? I can't. (laughs) If you didn't even uh, attempt to to make like a 
conversation or like ask me about my like what am I tipping you for? There you go. What what are no. you doing above what are you going above and beyond for to deserve mm-hmm. that? Dude, that's it right there. So anyways, if I mean, you're a restaurant owner, you ain't gotta spell sell Mexican food, nothing. You could be a uh what, a fitness whatever and put your stuff in Spanish and people will tip more. That's right. That's the hot take, right? I there. mean, I take this whole tipping world very personal because I work in retail and I Swear to God, I do so much more than this lazy Starbucks barista, and I don't get tip. I I don't even think I can yeah. accept tip. Like if yeah. someone were to like give me like a ten dollar like ten dollars, I can't even accept it. While I'm here like climbing ladders and calling people, and like I'm actually doing something that's above and beyond. You're spending hella energy. Yeah, doing like hella looking shit. for size. Like, yeah. yeah, like calling different stores. Like I'm actually doing that, but then. This stupid barista I, over here isn't doing anything. I don't want to say that. I feel like you can still go above and beyond as a barista, too. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You know? Majority of them don't, though. Yeah, majority of them don't for the amount of tips. Just the culture. I'm talking about just the culture oh, of yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. So this I is what I'll food do. service, for sure. So this is what I'll say. I'm going to decrease more than half. 75% of my food service tips and I'm transferring now to retail. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be one of the few guys that if we're in H&M and I'm buying some shirts, I'll slide like a 5 or $10 bill on top of everything. Even if she can't take it or he can't take it, it'll be quick. It'll be just like a, like, hey, mm-hmm. there you go. I don't want, oh, I, I don't, I didn't put that there. I don't know what you're talking about, you know? Uh, so I did accept one time I was at a job. I'm not going to say what job it was, but I was at a job. And well, this, I want to know what job it was. No, right? yeah. Let me write this yeah, to your HR. You? <laughs> I'll your tell HR you guys off, off mic. <laughs> Um, but no, so I was, I don't know. She was, I was helping her out, whatever. And then she was like, here, like, here's like a $10 thing. And I was like, Oop. <laughs> like real quick, put it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't I mean then. And then we're talking about like, can we accept tip or whatever? And they're like, no, you can't. And I was like, oh. And it's like, and then that's dumb. Cause like there, now there's jobs that, that you can't accept tip. And mm-hmm. now there's jobs that what you're forcing, like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like if it's, it, you know, it's all, so do whatever you want to yeah. do at the end of the day. That's really what I, I've, through my 24 years of life, it's really just do whatever you want to do. People are going to get mad and bitch. That's yeah. right. That's oh, right. do what they want to do anyway. And the last thing I got here on my little notepad that isn't like jargon and just weirdness. Have you seen that new Hummer EV, the SUV? No. Not the not. truck. Yeah, yeah, they have a truck and then they have the SUV. I saw my second one at work. Mm-hmm. So I work in finance down in Irvine behind mm. the John Wayne Airport. And it's basically like, I work in one of the big high rises over there, but next to it is like an Equinox gym. You know, those like top end fancy gyms and all these rich dudes pull up right in front of the gym and park their like Ferraris or their, you know, Mm. Mercedes trucks or like all this thing. And it's kind of weird because there's a structure right next to the gym that you can park into. But there's a valet. So here's the weird part is if you're going to go work out, how is it that you need someone to park your own car and you Mm. can't walk from the gym to the parking lot just to get on a treadmill in the first place? That's just one of the weird things. So you see I'm walking and I see this guy get out and I'm just like lazy bastard like mm-hmm. go just personally now if, if we're at a restaurant or something or we're you know anything else but we're going we're the goal is movement it's a workout yeah <laughs> go park like why are you trying that's, to that's funny that a gym has a valet service yeah that's ridiculous that's actually you know that's that's america yeah that's america for you <laughs> but the point is is i'm 
I'm an old school car guy. Like mm. I love old trucks. That's my thing. Like I have no, I don't want anything new. You could be like, Hey, we'll give you a brand new truck today. And I'd be like, or can we yeah. <laughs> take that money and get me like a, a 78 Bronco or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah, Broncos Bronco are guy. nice. Did you right? see uh, LeBron got it, a custom Bronco. Really? Like, detailed out oh. on his Instagram. Oh, I don't yeah, follow or, LeBron. Or, oh, but that is so nice. Is it? And he just posted like recently? It's, I want to say it was like in September. Like, oh, I'm not gonna September. find that. Here, I'll Google it right now. Oh yeah, LeBron see. Bronco. LeBron James Bronco. Let's see. Oh, is it the green one? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's checked out. Yeah, I like that one. It's see? pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and like it's I cool. like I like that like G G wagon yeah. type, yeah. like bulky. Yeah. yeah. So you'll like this new Hummer EV then. That's okay. the first electric car. The, I, I told Hannah, I was like, you have to get one of those. Those are so cool because it is bulky. It's old mm. school because you see the new stuff now, like even the new Bronco, they've shorted you. Like it's kind of like this little pussy, like, <laughs> you know, it's like little tiny boxy and they cute, get, right? Yeah, but this one is Ooh. like so wide and it's a big body. Cause no, it's a big body. Because I think the battery is so big under there that mm. they have they to be have like, to make it like we have to make it mm-hmm. huge, but it's luxurious. Didn't, didn't Hummer like get like bankrupt or something? What was it that? Hummer is, it's either two of them, Hummer and Jeep. But the thing is Jeep is so old. It's the two companies that have been sold and like rebought the most out of any company oh. i think hummer let's google it let's like try to fact check that it might be like eight times someone like a new it was like they were owned up. no no they were owned by japan well yeah they lost money and had to sell the Damn, brand eight times? yeah a lot let's see that's great or it was jeep but i read something like that how many times has the hummer brand been sold let's see is that what that means if you go bankrupt you just basically go I mean, or, or you just never see him you? again. What's the Swedish car? Is it Saab? Remember the one yeah. with the lion on it? Mm-hmm. You don't see those anymore. The company probably went bankrupt, and mm-hmm. no one was like, oh, we don't want to do the work to rebrand gotcha. and stuff. Mm. Let's see. Who owns the Hummer? Well, GM owns Hummer now. Uh, General Motors? Yeah. Huh. I'm not really seeing anything coming in. But anyways, mm. there's like it has been a like China. China has owned it right now. Oh, wow. GM owned China's, it. China's China's owns everything. They've been owned. <laughs> yeah, China's on everything. I can't China find anything. Everything. But yeah, like it's a cool car now. So we'll see I how see. they go. I see them going down the road, and I was like, ooh, I want one of those. those I nice. like bulky cars too. I don't. I'm not really like a big fan of like the small like Corvettes. Yeah. Like I don't. They're cool to look at, but I would never drive one. I want something yeah. that's like big and bulky, like. Range Rover, G Wagon, like even a Bronco. I like the Broncos, like yeah. the big, like big beefy cars. Not too lifted, but like they have to be like big. Enough, I can't do the small ones. Enough to get out of there, right? Mm-hmm. You sports guy? Oh, big time, brother! <laughs> Diehard Lakers fan. Oh, diehard cool. Lakers fan since since I came out the womb. That's cool. And I'm also a big uh, Ravens fan, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, I could see you cheering for Baltimore. That looks like you know, a good fit. Yeah. 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 Like, like before Lamar as yeah, well? Yeah. Um, it's actually, um, I got Madden. I want to say Madden 09 for Christmas. And then I would play as the Ravens all the time. Mm. And I have so much fun with them. I miss those Ray Rice days. Ray Rice. You know Ray Rice, right? 
Ray Rice is a dog. Ray Rice is the guy that fucked his wife up in that elevator. Do you remember oh. that video? Yeah, you do know Ray Rice, but right. yeah, he was a really phenomenal. Yeah. Football I don't know player. the football player. I know the wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. But... That's a lot of NFL Damn. players. Yeah, that's right. That's all that athletes in general. I feel like they're crazy. Yeah. But so, what's your favorite sport then? Oh, basketball to watch. Basketball to watch, play. I think basketball is so just art. It's art. Yeah, it's really art. You can and you can learn so much about life, life through sports, but specifically basketball because it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. And in life, you need a team. You need people around you that can do the things you're not. You're not as capable of doing. You mm -hmm. know? Who would you say is your favorite basketball player of all time? Favorite basketball player of all time is Kobe. Yeah. Kobe being mm -hmm. Brian, RIP, RIP him, RIP Gigi, and uh, the rest of those. People yeah. That passed away. Hannah, do you have a favorite basketball player, or at least one that you know the most? I, I'm not a, a, a big basketball. Just because I'm not like, I mean, it's I'll, I'll go watch a game. Mm -hmm. I'll watch. You know, I I just didn't really grow up watching basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, but. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. You have one guy that you just watch the most. It could be there's got to be one guy. You got to pick one. We don't do I don't know. Okay, this well show. let's do LeBron. Okay, LeBron. we'll do LeBron. I'll That's a great LeBron. pick. Yeah. Good answer, <laughs> just like uh, Steve Harvey. Good answer. <laughs> you do whatever. Um, yeah, my favorite basketball player of all time would be uh, Kobe Bryant as well, just mm. because he's also one of my favorite icons of all oh, time. So man, dude. Uh, that's that's like definitely, I've gotten a lot out of Kobe. Like the most yes. nuggets out of anybody else that I just use with my daily life. So literally, um, you know, because I'll be working up early. Yep. For these workouts, and I have this picture of Kobe in the gym at like four a.m. Mm. Oh. as my lock screen. So every that's time nice. I'm looking at my like, like Kobe's watching. Like, yeah. are you about to go to the gym or are you about to put in work? Yeah. And oh yeah, man. The, the mentality, the everything. Yeah, that would be cool to be like up in heaven or whatever you deem to be sort of the, you know, epitome of your afterlife, afterlife, afterlife. right? If I could definitely see if like once you walk in, float in, get dropped in, whatever happens, Kobe Bryant's like the uh, disciple of discipline or mm. something like that. Yeah, and then something like that. you get like points on how disciplined you were through mm -hmm. your life and you're like, all right, Kobe, I Man. see you running things. <laughs> Kobe was the old, oh my gosh. Just, just tunnel vision. Saying, well, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Just, I'm gonna work until I'm, I master this perfectionist." To, oh, just yeah. But I don't think Kobe is my favorite player. But I do think that LeBron is the greatest basketball player. Yeah, of all time. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I would say that too. Um, I just think too with the era too. If you're gonna bring Jordan in there, and I'm no basketball mm -hmm. expert, but it just greatness it has to be like cars too if we yes. michael jordan cool he's definitely like a really good classic like formula one yeah. ferrari from like the 90s right mm -hmm. but don't fucking try to race lewis hamilton in his car Smart. today in mean, exactly. a ferrari from exactly. 1991 why because you're gonna get dusted just technology exactly. everything's gotten right. better athletes have gotten bigger all these faster players have, have grown up on him yeah. right doing all those moves they've been doing that the, all them switch hand layups all them tongue out Mm -hmm. They've been practicing that since they were kids. Now they've developed their skills even more. These NBA players of today are the most skilled they've ever been. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. So if you could say, like, who's the best pioneer of basketball, 
I'll go with MJ every single day, like a yes. pioneer, like to just push the sport forward and accelerate and put it on like a global scale because it wasn't as global as it was before right. him, obviously. I'll give him that. Well, you could also say uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird yeah. in the 80s. Perfect. They, they got it. And then MJ took it. And, and ex- yeah. yeah. He made it crazy. He made it crazy. It, you know, one of the coolest things with sports as well as hip hop and just American culture when going back to traveling is I really do like seeing like our shit over in Sweden. Mm. I like seeing that. Like I love seeing uh, a pretty Swedish girl with a nice pair of Jordans on. And I'm like, yeah. oh, check you out. Because <laughs> you remember when we were kids, like white people weren't wearing sneakers. Yeah. That started in 2016, probably. I'll give them that. Like when we were kids, it was just us wearing sneakers, you know? right? They were wearing like, Converse and Vans. That was about exactly. it, right? And now it's like everybody has a sneaker like yeah. collection of some sort, no matter where you're from, no matter what you're doing. Asian people used to be oh. up on game with, with the sneakers. Oh, yeah. They were with it. They were the only people other than black people that were like, oh, yeah, no, we're with it. We love Kobe. We love Michael. And we're like, we know you do. <laughs> All right. Heck yeah. Ping oh, yeah. Lei. Fuck always, yeah. Yeah. They've always been on that street, that street where yeah. just in general, they've been big on that. That's exactly how I feel about uh, Afrobeats. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be in the, in the states because before, like, I would be playing Nigerian music all the right. time, but people would be like, "Oh, what is that?" Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, "Oh, have you heard this new Burna Boy? Yeah. Have you heard this new David?" And it's like, and "You're yeah. like new." I've it's like I've been been knowing, like, yeah, like, and and like, I now I have friends from like other other backgrounds mm-hmm. and and races putting me on to new Nigerian music that I've never heard before. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, shout out my girl, um, Alicia. She put me on Sarema, who's oh, one of the biggest mm-hmm. um, Nigerian artists ever. It's like, what? Yeah. That's awesome. How do you know about this before I do? She's Mexican. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's but I, just, I love it, though. Yeah. I love, yeah. It's crazy how stuff just spreads, too. It spreads. I think, honestly, too, is I've been saying this for a little while now to Hannah. I believe that when we do sort of like make certain home bases, so the way we see how what we're building with all the brands, with all the, you know, life, family as things grow, I do see us getting a nice spot somewhere in Africa. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be West Africa, but it just seems like uh, if you take the next 20 years or so kind of on the map, where's the most growth kind of happening right now? I can feel it. Like you can kind of see the buzz happening. Africa. And it would be awesome to really kind of see all the talent and the culture coming out and just, they got a lot, like it's heating up. You can tell. I'll say right now, it's hot right now probably, but as a part of like comparable to sort of what we got going on right now, I think it'll be, you know, tick for tat here in about 20 years. Uh, Dubai too. Yeah. Dubai, that's where all the... All them rich folks. I had a dude that just went to Dubai too, and it's funny because I've heard nothing but positive things. His take wasn't very positive on it. Really? He was what like, did he say? It was Denilson when he was on. Oh. He's been on the podcast too, my homeboy. And uh, he was like, it was just hot as fuck. I think he did go in like the middle of the summer too, oh. and he just said that everything was so spread out that like it wasn't. I think he said that it was. He had a lot of hype in his mind for what it was going to be like, mm. and then he got out there, and it wasn't sort of like what, what he, he was it wasn't his, and live up to his yeah it was a little bit like a smoke like what is it smoking glass smoke mirrors. mirrors yeah smoke and mirrors mm. you know so you know i'll definitely check it out i haven't been i have no opinion but mm. yeah i just don't like that they didn't let women drive until like two years ago but really whatever yeah oh yeah i heard i heard about that they didn't yeah they weren't allowed to get like a license until maybe what 2019 or something like that like yeah yeah that's know. something too is if you're whatever your country is whatever your background is 
if you have a population of people, you can't reach your full potential by not utilizing the hundred percent tools mm. of everybody within that population. That's that's what uh, Napoleon Bonaparte did. Uh, total war. He had uh, the women. I think he had the women like make like the whole country turned into like a war machine, and they were like everybody was like in part of like making the like the tanks or mm. whatever they were using mm. at the time for the wars. I'm, like not, I'm not a, a official historian, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about yeah. that. But yeah. Hey, it's cool. You don't got to be right, wrong. You just got to hey, throw God, ideas out I just got to say with confidence. <laughs> exactly. Go. People will dig it. I like yeah, that. I like that. Well, I think as we're starting to kind of close out, you know, this episode right now, how would you say this experience has been on the podcast? Did you have a good time? It's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cozy. You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. I really love you guys' home and, and your dog and... Yeah, thank you guys for having. And this is a lovely. How you? How how long y'all been living here? Almost a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Almost a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a cool spot. Yeah. Hannah sells drugs, so right. chopping up bando. <laughs> <laughs> She's got skittles, drugs, yeah. whatever you need. <laughs> exactly. But I got about two more questions for you. You know, over the course of this thing right now, and there's no rush. But um, is there anything? Do you have any like points? Maybe. <laughs> Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you or Hannah didn't ask you? Um, I did want to talk about mu- your guys' musical taste. Oh, music? music? Yeah, we can talk about that. A she's big. getting over a cough right now, so that's what she's got going on. But music, hell yeah, a big hip-hop guy. Yes, sir. I think I use music, um, I don't know about uniquely, but it is about mood and vibe, and of I think course. that's what music is for. But the like majority of my music listening throughout my childhood was through workouts, just because the majority of my time mm. was spent in gyms. So mm. everything that I was listening to was just like um, definitely all everything '90s, you know, hip hop yeah. that's goaded, those classics, all of them. Dub C, Warren G, Ice Cube, yeah. Snoop, Pac, you know, everybody. West Coast. Yes, West Coast. Um, and then. Also, kind of the people that I've been listening to lately is like 2016 was a good year. Oh, 2015, yeah. 14 to 16 was a cool year. Listening back to some of the music, like Drake had some good albums. J. Cole was Jay on Cole fire. Was going crazy. Kendrick um, was going crazy too. Lil Wayne. Everybody was really yeah. like, that was Kanye. A, Yes, yes, Kanye was putting out. Did you Future? hear that? Yes, oh, yeah. Future was on fire oh. too. And that was just such a cool time because it was like sports were, you know, we were getting up there mm-hmm. into like high school sports. Oh, like the training. Warriors were starting to get into yeah. their dynasty. That was a crazy time too Man. when the Warriors yeah. were going on. How, how, how old were you? Were you? I'm 23, so I'm two oh, years younger than you. You, what? Yeah. That's crazy because you look so grown. Yeah, yeah. They deem <laughs> me. Uh, what is it? Young head, old shoulder. No, no, I'm no. Dead. Ye- I don't know what. No, you're no, no. Say. It's flipped. So old head, young shoulders. Mm. So head, young it's people shoulders. who are a little bit, you know, ahead. But I've kind of always been that way. I've always had like dad energy mm. a little bit. Yeah. To just yeah. um, I have a good time when everybody's doing everything they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, though, when the Warriors are getting off, that was a crazy time. You weren't here, but this guy, Steph Curry, Ooh. came out of, I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but no. nobody nobody what? wanted to draft this kid. 
Nobody gave a fuck about him. He was not some Zion Williamson, Phenom, LeBron James. Yeah, he wasn't your typical like NBA, mm -hmm. like athletic freak of nature right. superstar. He was just scrawny. And he wasn't big either. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker was shooting from behind half court, <laughs> Hannah. And then just and then look, he would shoot it and then just turn around because he knew he that it was going. Him. And then it would just whoop. and we're like, oh my god, yeah. he changed the game. Changed the game. Like, now everybody's shooting threes. Yeah. yeah, and everybody doesn't have that talent to shoot threes. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'm like. Trying. That was really fun, too. I liked basketball a lot more in that era. Mm. Uh, my favorite era, too, as a kid was when the Thunder was going off with oh. Westbrook. And then LeBron was with the Heat at the time. Yeah. Do you remember that? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I hated LeBron during really? that time. I was the biggest because I was a Laker fan, <laughs> uh -huh. diehard Kobe fan. All, right. All the Le LeBron's hairline, LeBron's weak. He has no rings. <laughs> yeah. But it was the, the 2016 finals. Yeah. Um, where I was like, yep. Yeah, you're, you're the GOAT. You're so the, you you did that, and then how did you feel though winning a ring like with the Lakers too? So if you spent your childhood <sighs> not liking the guy, like yeah. I didn't like Brady. So oh, and man. the reason why I didn't like Tom Same. Brady, I never like had a lot of hate for him. I just didn't like Patriots fans. Like it was just this weird, mm. typical like they seemed like they weren't football fans. They seemed like golf people. You, you know, know what I mean? that's exact. I feel like that's what I did. So I I projected all my uh, hate for like everything else about New England on him because. Tom Brady as a guy is like, how could you not love like, yeah. such an underdog that just has to overcome, 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 over again? Definitely. And he, oh, and he's yeah, but you know that's just that's his childhood. We just we just go off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, he's not on my team, so I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as far as music, we were talking about music. Mm -hmm. So I was basically saying that a lot of my childhood was like hip hop because it was aggressive stuff because it was lifting weights and stuff. Mm -hmm. I wasn't listening to a big country guy too like really? that's cool is i'm very diverse i spent a lot of time in texas too so mm. it kind of taps into like a, a good dirt road background yeah. kind of like puts me in a good like texas vibe i love reggae too uh, like, yeah, big time like reggae guy um you know hawaiian like reggae all sorts of stuff like yeah what about you my i think mine is very diverse too i think i i mean not that I w I'm listening to a lot of Swedish stuff and a lot of Swedish artists, but there's a lot of people in the music industry that are from Sweden. So mm. our music is like, we listen to Rihanna, Chris Brown, like literally everyone that you listen to here, you would hear in Sweden too. So I always grew up listening to Lady Gaga. Mm. We got Chris Brown, Rihanna. Um, I mean, I was a diehard like One Direction fan when I was uh. like 13. <laughs> Um, but now, I mean, I think I listen to mostly like R&B soul, nice. um, mostly that, but then I also sometimes like listening to country and, um, Afrobeats are cool yeah. too. Like it's a good vibe. Um, when I work out, it's, it's typically like probably like hip hop ish. Yeah. Like it, it's very like tough it, girl shit. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, need, I need, it needs to get me going. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's just very like. I'll put on like a random playlist on Spotify and it's all sorts of music mm. or it's going to be like a lot of it is Chris Brown and I'll hey, do like Chris a Chris Brown. Brown like radio like how they have it on Spotify and it's just it's Chris Brown and then it's like I don't know like other people too so Chris Brown got them hits yeah, yeah definitely not the biggest Drake fan people are going to hate me for that probably yeah, but like go I'm not Drake. like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think he's ugly too, so maybe that's what it is. I'm dead. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I really I've enjoyed his his last album. It's been a lot of. I haven't listened reviews. to it yet. It's I you know, 
Cause he puts ah uh, ah. Uh, Cause I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm a big Drake fan, mm-hmm. and you can't deny his greatness. He's been doing he's made so much great, but he also does just put a lot of just music out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of them, like people will 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 highlight those like that aren't. And he's like held such a, a a standard of perfection because he's been so great for so long, and so it's like if it's this if this song's not a ten out of ten, it's like the greatest song I ever heard. It's like, oh, Drake, you know. Right. I feel like he does also get that type of, because you, he's you as a, as a, being a great, you, you that type of pressure you have to. Like, yeah. It's like you know, you gotta perform. You gotta you gotta. If you're gonna drop an album, you wanna get it. People like drop some. Hell yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Music's the best. The like best. it's vital. You know, sound. Have to. That's the thing that, um, like supersedes all cultures supersedes all time yes. periods is music and i think that's beautiful Vibrations. there's two things that i think that i've been like thinking about that really move culture this is really deep i'm gonna go Ooh, i'm gonna finish it deep. off with like really deep <laughs> is i do this a lot too music and movies are the two things that can ultimately shape the way that like not just young minds but just minds and it really moves cultures so so if i was somebody who let's say i'm i don't know let's say i'm some crazy american dictator or something somehow i found a way to become like president i'm just trying to change Mm -hmm. and and start wars and stuff like that i would do it through movies Mm -hmm. and i would put movies out and i would legit just like show all of my country these high budget Mm -hmm. movies that just showed us like whooping russia's ass and doing this and oh my god they do this and all this stuff so that that's kind of the general without doing the research you're like damn russia's wild like Mm -hmm. you know we got to get rid of them or whatever or it could be canada let's say i just make up some new things i'm like you know what these canadians you want to hear what they said about us (laughs) and and then just start like fast and the furious 17 Mm -hmm. against canada or whatever I feel like it's going to be more difficult now because we're, as a society, we're, we're so much more aware of like representation right? Mm-hmm. and like, you know, where that, but you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Music and cause yeah. And I was also just putting on too, like, uh, wherever you're from, it doesn't have to be just like a political border, but just the region. I'm a big time beach guy. So a lot of the stuff that I do is related to water or you know like the the stuff we talk about is jet skiing or maybe surfing or Mm -hmm. you know just the the weather out like that's what i love somebody from let's say the back your dad's tribe in nigeria can really put together a voice and like show the culture and expose the world to like the best ways about his part of africa you know and like that's super dope but I think the last thing I want to ask you, brother, is um, who are two to three people that you would like to see come on this show that you could recommend and shout out, and maybe we can reach out to them and uh, see if they'd be interested in coming on sometime soon. Okay, I actually have three. Oh, perfect. Shout oh, out, good. shout out, my brother Prince. Okay, my Prince. Prince. He's uh, he's also a trainer, also Nigerian. Okay, and um, very um, we're very similar. But he's a better talker than I am. Okay. Mm. You sure. did great, man. Yeah, oh, thank you, you did awesome. You did, awesome. Oh, you did really perfect. good. Oh, <laughs> guys, gosh. <laughs> but him, my boy Zach. My Zach, I, I actually want to start a podcast with Zach. Okay. Mm, Zach is fun. one of the most authentic and most genuine and honest people I know. Okay. And oh, that's cool. He's hilarious. 
and my homegirl Amethyst, who has the uh, uh, shop. Perfect, because I was literally just going to stop you and say, give us a strong female voice, because that's kind of what we're trying to have more of, too, on the show. Is oh. we like to keep that. But that's perfect that you said her, too. So oh, yeah, for what sure. does she do again? Um, she runs the, uh, the, um, the open mic at the Sip and Saunder Coffee Shop in Inglewood. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. dope. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely and have to check a, it out. she does a whole lot of, like, she's a... On her political stuff, she's she does a lot. She's a yeah. You'll yeah. you'll talk about it yeah. on the podcast. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. That sounds fun. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming on. You're welcome Honestly. anytime. There's open door policy. That's one of the things with like as we were kind of getting our space set up and we knew that it was going to be like in an inviting location. We wanted it close to the beach because we want to host people too. Mm. So you're always welcome to come over, you know, always. for a dinner always. or you know, coffee mm-hmm. or whatever, man. Just Do let you us drink know. coffee? I love coffee. <laughs> love. He doesn't Perfect. drink coffee, but I'm an coffee. addict. So. <laughs> Yo, oh, thank you guys so much, yeah. man. This, this has been a real treat. Thank you all so yeah. much for, for letting me in your home, man. This has been yeah. fun. I hope we do some more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this has been Natural Thoughts and Talks. We'll catch you later, brother. Have a good one. Thank you guys for listening. See you. Bye. Bye. We don't know what the name of the segment is going to be yet. I'm sure in two or three episodes we'll know. But um, I guess we'll call it a little recap. The recap? The recap for now. Sure. It'll call it we call the recap, I guess. Until we figure something out. So yeah. <laughs> Until re- we find a better one. <laughs> the recap of Mike Love. Yeah. That was a good episode. He was I liked he was very natural on the with the with the mic in his face. Yeah, he brought the energy, that mm-hmm. was for sure. That was nice. Uh-huh. I like how he was like very excited too. Mm-hmm. Um so sometimes I think people come in and I don't know, maybe you haven't experienced this before, but like people come in almost as if like they have to be here of like not that like you're dragging them here, but it, it, they don't seem that excited. It was kind of like, oh yeah, well sure, I'll come on. Um, he was just very, very excited, and I like that. Yeah, I haven't noticed. That's how most of them are for mm-hmm. me. Is they've been excited. So sorry you've had that experience. I think it might be. Is it a girl I think it's thing? Maybe or? not that they're like not excited. It's just like he showed his emotions very well and like ex- was very expressive. Uh, not everyone is. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah he was. It was nice having him here. Uh, yeah. Good yeah, vibe. Great episode. I liked uh, just good African roots. Yeah. Talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, him getting his passport and things like that. It was very nice. Yeah. I also fun. just like the overall structure of the podcast. I don't have like the fatigue that I usually have because I can lean on you as my co-host. Right. And it's just like having a teammate. Like mm-hmm. literally if we were playing a game. And I was doing everything. If I'm Kobe Bryant, right? And you're not passing the ball to anybody. It's just nice to be able to pass the ball. Right. right? So, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good vibe with him. Well, what do you want to talk about just for how was your day so far today? It's been good. I mean, obviously, I'm getting... I feel like now I'm, like, getting tired. Like, this is, like, towards the end of, like, my... I can see you know, it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, was up at four and then had work, but... No, I feel good. I was up at four as well. Right. Had some wings. And then you went back to drink sleep. Drink some OJ. And went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my girlfriend works so hard. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, she's working so hard. And I rolled back over. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, work was fine. It was good. Um, this lady came in and bought, like, because I left at like 11. We opened at 10. And within that hour, we kind of had a lot of people in the store. And this lady bought stuff for like $400. Like, Jeez. it was like at... 10 15 in the morning and i was like oh 
okay. Yeah. Um, but no, it's fine. Like, I feel good. I think I'm going to need a little nap, and then I have an exam tomorrow that I got to study for. Okay. Yeah, so studying so later that's, this evening. Um, yeah, I'll take a shorter nap, and then I'll, like, pretty study, like, I'm not saying till like, midnight, but, like, I'll study for a little while. Yeah, I had then, um, I had a crazy REM cycle this morning. Really? That I woke up just, that's why I thought I had, like, a sickness or something. It was just crazy. Excuse my yawn. Um, like, I just woke up foggy, and I never wake up foggy. Mm-mm. You're so always, like, ready was, to go. Yeah, clearly I was just right out of a REM, and I was like, oh, boy, let me lay down for a couple more minutes mm-hmm. before I get up just to make sure nothing crazy is going on. I got up. Everything cleared up. So I had that VIX. You know what, too, is because my I was so congested last night. You got me sick, too. So can I have an apology for that? Uh, no. <laughs> Clearly, you had to have got me sick. You're working in that dirty store with all those dirty people coming in. What do you think about that? We think it's we think it's uh, the bungalow. Oh, really? Counting it back. Like from, yeah, like even Sarah, like she was counting back her like days. Yeah. We think it's the bungalow. Well, that's gross. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is there there's something actively going around right now, yeah. too. So it's like... Well, people are getting sick, whether it's COVID or not. Could be that time of the year, People, though. like, are sick. Like, there's a lot of people that are, like, sick and they have it. illnesses and people are sneezing and coughing and people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something in the air. Wild, though. And I appreciate you for sleeping on the couch, too. You've done two nights on the couch because... The coughs have just been too powerful. For yeah, you. like I mean, even for like for you and me, like none of us could sleep. So I was like, at least I'll let you sleep. You know what I mean? That isn't coughing her, you know, your lungs out. Kino's probably looking at you like, well, she shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh my god, go somewhere with that. So strange because if I'm out and about or up and running, like doing things, I don't like today at work uh, because I was, you know, I wasn't moving crazy, but I was still like walking around and stuff. I was barely coughing. Um, same thing like last night on our walk. Like I wasn't really coughing. For some reason, when I step inside, when I like lay down or sit down, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm crazy for thinking this, but it seems as if that's when my coughing starts. That's crazy. Like at nighttime, did you? Sleep? I cough so much, but compared to the daytime. Did you sleep a little bit more elevated than you usually do? No. You were still kind of flat? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well... I would think that you'd be recovered by now, though, because yeah. I had my one bad night, and I'm pretty, like, settled. I might need to do one more couch night. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. We'll see, but, um, but, yeah, I'll take some more, like, NyQuil and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you need some acid or something, some yeah. Listerine to get down in your throat. But it's not COVID, so. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fine. How else have you been feeling, though? I know you're tired. Give me a couple more minutes, and we'll put you down for a nappy nap. All right? Put you down. <laughs> we'll put you down like a little baby. No, I've been feeling good. Um, starting to get tickets to Sweden. Josephine found some tickets, by the way. Okay. That weren't crazy. Um, I think we'll book hers and I's, and then we'll book yours. Cool. Um, we can have two separate bookings. It doesn't matter. You know, we'll yeah. sit together anyway, so. I don't even um, want to sit with you guys. Oh, that's fine. You can just sit somewhere else. Yeah, low key. That might be the move. Because you like, guys were always like sleeping. You, you Honestly, you, you bring my mood down on the flight because you're how always. How about I'm not like, maybe I put a head on your shoulder, but I'm not going to be curling up on you. No, no, no. I would actually prefer that you curl up on me. What I'm saying is you just look so uncomfortable in your 
Oh. In my flight. Like, you look so uncomfortable in your, like, own presence or what is it, your essence or whatever, <laughs> that I'm like, God damn, it's not that bad. Calm down. Like, because you always want to sleep in these retarded positions where you're just crumpled up. Like, you want to put your head down by the feet Whoa. and then your feet by the Can light. I tell you why? Uh, sure. Go it's ahead. because I can't really sleep sitting up. Just like I could, like, yesterday I tried to stay elevated, like, on my back to sleep. Uh-huh. I can't sleep like that. It's so fucking uncomfortable. I need to sleep like on my side or something. So then sitting on an airplane, I can't just sit there and sleep. Even in the car rides, you like to put the seat back and then you'll be on my your side. My knees and, and stuff. Like, yeah. Like I can't. Yeah. Just I, sleep. It's hard. You see the way I sleep in a car ride. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you will either <laughs> lean back, open up your mouth, or sometimes you'll lean forward and open oh, up your geez. mouth. And I'm like, and then you still drool coming down like one side of your mouth. And then I'll be like... <laughs> Oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> Mouth is wet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we'll look into that maybe tomorrow. One time I was on a flight, like, as a teenager, and I woke up on the lady next to me's shoulder. Oh, I was like, she didn't bad. say anything? No, she didn't. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. You were young, though. I think that's fine. Yeah. It might have been between, like, 15 and 17. I feel like when you're older, it's kind of like, what the fuck is this man? I could still do it now. on my shoulder. I think I could pull it off now. Really? Put a hand on her thigh oh, I'm feet. <laughs> yeah oh geez no she's got a she's one of the girls that goes barefoot on the Ew. airplane she goes into the bathroom barefoot see that's the thing like if i'm traveling somewhere and i let's say i'm wearing sneakers that are kind of hard to take on and off and stuff like that i will most likely bring slides in my carry-on like in my bag because then i'll just wear slides on the airplane like if i have to go use the bathroom or something but people that legit like Walking around in socks is bad, but like, at least you know your bare toes, you know, isn't touching the airplane. Uh huh. But people that walk around with no shoes, no sandals, no slippers, no shoes, no nothing. And worse than that, you're gross. No, I have the worst people of all time. If you go barefoot into the metal detector at the Ooh. TSA, that little circle thing, that's v- gross. Around you, there's millions of feet on there, like. At LAX, babe, we're not talking about thousands. We're literally talking about like millions of people just coming through that one machine. That machine has probably got to be two or three years old. It's disgusting. Everybody has to put their feet in the same exact spot. No, thank you. Why the hell would you even travel with no socks? I don't understand. Even if you, let's say you're traveling in slides or sandals of some sort, put some fucking socks on. Like it's gross. Like even if you're traveling to the most tropical place in the world, wear some fucking socks, please. Yeah, Ew. definitely on the plane. And then as soon as you get there, that's the fun part. Yeah, if you're take in, them off. Oh, it's summer day in Hawaii. You're like, fuck, it's hot. All right, yeah. let's change to the hotel and then get grooving. That's why like when you travel, you should like, even with your clothes, you should layer your shit because that way you can take a jacket off or take a hoodie off instead of not wearing anything under your hoodie and now you're all sweaty. Yeah. Or if you're only wearing a t-shirt and now you're cold because it's fucking freezing on the airplane. Yeah. People are so fucking inexperienced. Well, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was my camera. Mm. We finally took the first steps of... Have you put it in yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. But we've just taken the first steps of actually researching sort of... uh, Last time we were in Montana, it was like my great aunt's dad had... We were staying in the guest bedroom and it was just like... Is it Becky's dad? Yeah, Becky's Mm. dad or Becky's stepdad, something like that. Anyways, he has a Kodak retina 3c film foldable camera mm-hmm. so it's the last camera where you can actually see how it opens up and it like it's a foldable it looks like a door on the front of the mm-hmm. camera 
and it's super old. They were made from 1957 to 1960. I watched like a 10 minute YouTube video. You know all on about it. this camera, huh? Well, here's the thing: is I didn't want to walk into the just like if you you have a car right. and you walk into the. I, I at least want some point of reference of like like this is I a the Ford Raptor. Yeah, you know. like I at least know the basics. You know, I don't know everything, but it's funny because I knew more about the fucking girl sitting at the camera. Uh, at the spot that we went to shout out to relics right i, I think know, it was right? called that's kind of a cool vibe in there too it was nice i liked it we'll be back there and um i bought some film it was in a fridge so it was cold mm-hmm. and she gave it to us and yeah my goal with that camera because they're coming back like they're making a comeback with people who are doing kind of retro like old digital you know yeah, retro kind of looks and takes and like vhs cameras right. that they're doing and things like that so Shit, it doesn't get much older than that. Anything older than 57, now it seems to be like a pain in the ass. Right. Like the fucking, you know, the one where you have to like hold it like, mm. foom, foom, you know, something from the 30s. Like I don't the want... one you'll see from like the 1890s or whatever. Yeah, I don't want anything like it's that. Old. I just want that one because it's cute. It's really well. I don't know. Have you even held that camera mm-hmm. yet? It's fucking bulky. Yeah. Like it's a solid piece of metal. Can so... I vlog with it? Sure. Well, if you can it already your, has a case. If you can do your vlog in thirty-five photos or whatever, <coughs> oops, excuse you. We should get like a cough cam, huh? Yeah. A little cough button. No warning. But um, my goal with that camera, and I want to see what you think is. Eventually, I want to get it working, and I want to take all the photos that are going to be on our walls with that camera. Okay. So I think that'd be pretty cool, like a trip in Sweden, like mm-hmm. take a photo and then get it developed and stuff and. Put it up. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of cool. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. I kind of like Polaroid style, yep. but not really. So I'll probably like later today when I'm done with work and stuff, I'll uh, test that stuff out, put some film in it and see. Because apparently the camera's locked right now. That's all I know is that oh. when it's zero, like I can open oh, when it up. There, when there's no like film I think in so. there, So I have you to can't. put film if, in order for it to unlock and we'll see if things, they, they seem to be working. So I don't know why it would be broken, but if it's broken, there's a manual and like things to fix it, but... I'll find an expert and we'll see what the deal is. But yeah, there's yeah, resources it'd be a available. Cool, it'd be a cool thing to get work up on. and run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So I got a new little hobby or we'll figure right. it out. <laughs> but anyways, this is what? What are we calling this? Um. Oh, yeah. I haven't thought about it yet. But um. as of right now, it's the recap. As of right now, this little segment is called the recap. And um, yeah, we'll see in two episodes what we change it to because I think we're going to change it. But Sounds good. Yeah. So right now, this has been the recap, and this is Natural Thoughts and Talks. And you sound like a heavy, you got another pack of cigarettes to go smoke <laughs> or something? All right. You got some Skittles you got to hurry up and stock up on? Yeah. Because they're illegal now? Well, this is Natural Thoughts and Talks.